Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors for today. Uh, this broadcast is brought to you by our uh, by Promo Corner. Uh, Promo Corner provides digital marketing solutions for suppliers and distributors, and their services include email broadcasting, banner ads, sponsorship opportunities, content, content, and uh, more content blogs, vlogs, and podcasts, video services, and Promo Show, a platform for private virtual events. Contact sales at promocorner.com to learn more about the services and tell them you found out uh, about them from Industry Insider. Why don't we say hey to Meg Erber. Meg, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm really excited that we are live today. It's been a few weeks and it's really good to see you guys. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, so tell us about your toe. I hear there's uh, some, some issues going on there. Well, I was uh, moving some stuff barefoot and I just had a burning sensation and I looked down and it was like all purple. So no big deal. I think it was a bee sting. I'm not allergic. I just, I soaked it. So pub public service announcement, don't go like moving boxes barefoot, barefoot. around around the no. yard, you know, because there's like bees out and stuff. It's funny. I was actually looking down in the clover. I'm like, man, there's usually a lot of bees here. I don't see any, though. <laughs> yeah. You did it well, to yourself. I know. You didn't see it, but you felt it. Mm -hmm. Stephen McFadden, how are you doing? I'm good. And I have to apologize for Meg for calling her Amber Heard as she was complaining about her bee sting on a text chain. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, I'm doing great. I'm rocking and rolling. It's busy. Very busy. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very busy. It's definitely that time of Jeff, the year. I, I'm doing all right, man. You know, hanging in there. Weather's good. Uh, work is good. Just trying to get through it all. Um, and uh, there's a lot to get through, that's for sure. So uh, we are joined by a very special guest, a repeat uh, repeat customer, if you will, uh, Mr. CJ Smith with, uh, with HIT Promo. And uh, CJ, we're excited to have you back on, man. Thank you for joining us and giving us your time. And uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about drinkware, you know, the product category and why you might want to lead the sales charge with drinkware and different stats on drinkware in the industry. But CJ, it is customary for us to give our special guests a good three to four minutes to introduce themselves. Not that you need any introduction, uh, but for those that are living under a rock and don't know who you are, why don't you give us a quick rundown of who you are and how you got started in the promotional products industry? Uh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, thanks for having me back everyone good to be here uh i got into it through my family um i was honestly going to school to try to be a sports agent and in between my junior and senior year uh i went to china and hong kong with my father and brother and kind of fell in love with it and said pops if you want me to come on board i i i would love to do that um, i had worked in customer service and warehouse and all that jazz but not really as traveling overseas and, and kind of getting a, a, a broad view of the whole business. Right. So, uh, did that and, um, kind of here I am today. So started as a national sales manager then VP of sales. And then, uh, about, I think it's about 13 years now president. And then when, when my father passed, I became CEO. So th these titles don't mean anything in a family business, but that's kind of my track record. Um, uh, 
So yeah, and uh, Meg and I were just talking. One of one of my first, one of my first sales calls was her back in the day. Yeah. So uh, it's come a long way. Circle. Yeah, <laughs> really have. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I remember so. when CJ was a was a kid, and he could literally just open his mouth and just guzzle a beer in like one gulp. And now he has. I think you can kids. still do that. I've seen him <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that, that that still has not changed. It's it's being <laughs> being utilized a lot less these days. But yeah, that's still around. That's kind of cool. That's funny. Yeah, it's cool <laughs> to hear this. Speaking of drinkware. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh. You need something for that cold beverage, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, it's funny that you mentioned that you you uh, you were sort of interested in being like a um, a sports uh, sports dude because I, I could definitely see you being an agent. You know, I mean, you you've kind of got that look to you. I would I would have loved it, but I, I'm I'm happy to have landed where I have, and and uh, yeah, it's 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 been a good run, and the run's not stopping anytime soon. That's how we feel. So. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. All right. So, so drinkware. Uh, we've done a couple of these before. We've talked headware. We've talked, you know, writing instruments and things like that. So we, we want to talk about drinkware and, and you know, why you might want to lead the charge with drinkware. Maybe you're not selling drinkware and you, you should maybe consider uh, or, you know, you're maybe interested in how you would go about approaching selling drinkware if you're not really familiar with it. Um, but, uh, Stephen, I think you've got some some maybe industry statistics pulled up there for drinkware. Do we want to get involved with that first and then kind of let it? Uh... Sure. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, uh, you know, when we think about the top five, top 10 product categories in the industry, drinkware always pops up. Um, and so ASI did the consumer report study. Uh, for 23, so they actually got um, the ad impression study uh, released. It was a couple months ago. Um, oddly enough, they they changed a little bit about how they do it. They do it by influential products instead of top product sales because they measure they use a little bit of different metrics this year. It appears, but the um, top five for men drinkware is not on it, uh, but for women it was number five. Now, if you go through like product categories. Uh, cost per impressions, it's still like in the top 10. It's uh, sitting at 3,162 impressions per piece on average. So a $10 piece of drinkware, that equals to about a third of a penny per impression. 63% um, of uh, end users that receive drinkware will keep it for longer than one, one year. So that's a pretty good stat about how long pieces last. Um, Can I interrupt you for a second, real quick, Steve? Yeah. For a second. This, I've had this piece of drinkware since the beginning of COVID. I don't remember exactly, but I have had this at almost, for the majority of the podcast, especially, ex except when we were sponsored by Tervis. I had my Tervis mm -hmm. one, but I love this thing. I it's, It keeps everything cold and it's constantly, if you have a good piece of drinkware and you're getting it out there, it's going to be reused. Your cost Stays, per yeah, it's going to be amazing. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm actually surprised to hear just real quick as well uh, that you said if they change the metrics a little bit and they're using some like different influential products and things like that. I'm surprised to hear that uh, drinkware is not in the top five for men because, you know, you'd look at the TikTok and all the rave there with the Stanley and the Stanley uh, sort of uh, impressions. Uh, I feel like that's pretty much targeted towards men. I don't think oh, that's that's geared towards women. Is it really? That thing's massive. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, it's like yeah. the the old, what is it like? They used to they came out. Um, this is years and years ago when they did a study on Victoria's Secret sales. I don't know if you heard about this, and it was their top buyers were actually men because they were buying for women. Oh yeah, as opposed okay. to the other. Way. So it's like it almost feels like the same kind of thing where we think a product's for somebody, but they're buying for the end user, which is the opposite. I don't know. 
don't want to get into it to the weeds too far on this. But. We could definitely go into the weeds. I know. Yeah. I know. I've been to Victoria's Secret in a minute, Stephen. So. <laughs> okay, this was a this is a, a business review thing. All right, this is a personal. Uh, no, but Jeff, it's interesting you say that. We we had a a Brandon yesterday to kind of interview with them and whatnot, and seventy percent of their audience is female. Um, on the D to C level, on the wholesale level, it's more geared towards male, but when you're buying online and such, and yes, yeah, Stanley, um, Stanley is geared. I mean, my wife ha has had one for since its inception. All the girls in the, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, wow. it's, yeah, it, it, I, I was shocked too. But, but that's, that's I mean, it's just surprising because you think like, you know, writing instruments, you know, when you get like a big, fat, thick, heavy pen, you know, usually that's, you know, geared more towards a man, too, I would think. Right. And ladies typically like the skinnier, finer. I can't. That sort of thing. Move. Next conversation. Meg, look, if you're that far into the weeds with your head right now, you should probably be somewhere else. All right. I'm We're talking about promotional products here. All right. Yeah, I will say I will say this when it comes to uh, kind of the gearing in age groups and some of the tiers here. So like when we did a lot of collegiate resale or collegiate sale into like the bookstore markets, the top size of apparel was large and extra large and it was all females and because they were wearing just the baggy shirts and the baggy hoodies and stuff. So it's like you would it's like you think one one thing and all of a sudden it's the complete opposite and you know, all these size metrics get thrown out. The product sizes are different. So it, it's just kind of coming and going with the trends of the of the products and how they're being used, I suppose. But yeah. uh, anywho, so there's there's a lot of good info on there. You can actually go state by state to see kind of where products rank. Um, you know, variety of states have drinkware one, two, or three as far as the most influential. And some states just don't have it on there at all. So it's still a top category. Um, I know for our company in particular, it's it's one or two you know as far as like product wise of a piece that we we sell to our our clients but you know i, I know cj you you probably see it because you're getting it from everywhere you're all of us just you know so uh distributors are buying so you have a good feel of like which product categories are moving yeah. um so what do you see in the way of drinkware uh number two category for us behind bags and mm -hmm. bags just have there's so many options on, on bags, right? You have non-woven duffels, uh, the drawstring bags, backpacks, et cetera. So that's for us, that's kind of why it does better. Uh, drinkware is, is, is a close second though. Um, and I, over the past three years, there's been a lot of different imprint methods that you can do on drinkware. Um, you know, we weren't certainly weren't first to the game on some of this stuff, but uh, the all over print, um, gets expensive and, and is timely. So it takes about a minute to a minute and a half for each run versus a silk screen, which takes three to four seconds, four right? Seconds, yeah. Uh, yeah, real quick. So, so we had enough volume to support the machines and you don't really want to tie your machine, th those other machines up with, with long runs. Um, but that technology has advanced uh, substantially over the past three to five years, let's say the last three years. Um, both for um, direct to print and and laser engraving too, so you can do all over print. You can do some re really really cool stuff. We just did, uh, I want to say, the state of Texas, like a map of Dallas, and then you have the coordinates on there, and you can you can get very very creative. That uh, is cool with, with what you're doing. And think about professional sports teams that want their full color logos and they want step and repeat. You see that on, uh, let's say, a rowback shirt. Now you can take that concept and then move it to drinkware as well. So seeing a big uptick in, in the decoration methods and, and, and things of that nature. And then 
obviously this this 40 ounce handle piece of drinkware that uh all of us have now is is a phenomenon and continuing to do well there you go Free I think advertising. they stole mine um, from ETS, so I don't know where that went. But yeah, so that that that's that's been so it's the the, the bigger and with handles is is the move there. The the challenge with that though is you have limited imprint space unless you're decorating the the the, the product overseas, and you can you can do a lot more because you have to the handle gets in the way of the the, the equipment. Mm. Um, but but overall, drinkware is something we heavily focus on, and 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 will continue to do so. And and you guys are right that the, the uh, cost per impression, and I, I mean most of my stuff I've had for five to ten years in, in, in the stainless steel category. Um, so the plastics are a little bit different, but question for you. So I think back in like the the two thousand eight, nine, ten, twelve era, it was like who has the least expensive, right? The best for the least expensive. Have you seen that trend change and more people asking for a more premium piece or still? Yeah, I, I, we are too. I mean, just in general, that's really, that's interesting. Big, big, big time shift. And, and asking for more brands. If you asked me 10 years ago, would we be carrying brands? I would say absolutely not. Why do we need to do that? Right. And uh, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty happy with, with the, couple that we carry and looking for a couple more and, and it's just it, it brings a nice addition to good better best um uh yeah so price price has gone up and then price per order goes up which you're tying your machine up with, with more expensive goods um and roughly about the same quantity too so mm. it's uh it's been good well, not I, that plastic bottles don't do well and, and right. i'm, I'm right. sure i'm, I'm going to read your mind and segue into uh sustainability and rpe <laughs> and things of that nature and we're seeing a big push there. So a lot of the plastic bottles we buy in the United States are, are pretty eco-friendly. They're not a hundred percent, right. But they're doing enough good to help. So um, we've seen an uptick slightly there, but the, the higher end stainless steel drink or double wall is, is by far uh, the biggest category we have. So since you mentioned that you're seeing an uptick in the quality of things and people were, you know, wanting better quality stuff rather than like just necessarily cheapest thing for, the layman out there, like how would one detect what, like, what's the difference between like a $5 tumbler and a $15 tumbler? What are the things for people to look for in, in drinkware? So a $5 tumbler will, will either be plastic, double wall plastic. Um, and then you, you'll move up, you'll move up to aluminum. Um, then you'll move up to a outer wall. I'm sorry. Yeah. An outer wall that would be plastic and the inner wall that would be stainless to keep the drink, uh, cold for a longer period of time and then you go all the way up to your double wall um and then obviously as the size gets larger it's more expensive so is the um, vacuum but, seal the best is that the is that what will that keep it the coldest it, i don't know they're all vacuum sealed all these oh, okay. all, all okay. the double wall stainless steel there's what's called copper insulation mm. and and that's oh, the God. that's the let's say uh uh mercedes of them <laughs> um but to, there's really not that big of a difference. Minor diamond insulated. Marketing function and, and and there there is a little bit. Um, I always have have had the question. I mean, who if you what drink lasts for 48 hours that you need ice in there? I can understand a cooler that you that you leave out for three days when you're at a trip, but that 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 whole adage it, it's a nice marketing tool, but mm-hmm. I, I, I have not understood that one. I, I agree with you, but I mean, you know, we, we were just talking about, you know, how how fast you can down a beer. So, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> 48 hours is not necessary. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so being a t-shirt guru, um, you know, t-shirt slinger is what I guess I call myself. Um, I just bought um, a house up in Maine and I'm going to use it as an Airbnb. And one of my, one of the things that I'm giving to my Airbnb guests is are actually um, a coffee mug. I'm going to, I do the two coffee mugs and with a little logo on it. And I'm asking my guests to post a picture um, with one of their memories that they had at the lake house with their mugs, tag me on social, put it, give me a review on Airbnb. Um, so I'm actually using drinkware for that as, as an end user, I guess, um, of, for my social media Experience. campaign. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We have a lake house up in uh, upper peninsula where my wife's from and we name that you name your cottage yeah. or what, yeah. right. So we, we've named it and we do kind of the same thing. We give away if someone comes over and they need a, a drink to go or whatnot we we, we give them a, a nice double wall stainless to go cup and it, it's kind of cool right we, we i haven't broached the uh social media aspect of it but um it's just an it's a nice touch and that they'll remember hopefully they'll remember that day with you or that weekend yeah. with you or whatever it was yeah i think so it's like you you get you take this this trip right that you're going to spend time like off the off the internet basically you know with your family you're getting some real good time and then you're making these memories and if you get to the one thing I always get when I go up to Maine is a, a coffee mug. I literally like half the coffee mugs in my cover are from Moosehead Lake in Maine. So I'm like, it's just something that I get when I travel. I like to buy mugs in different places. I don't know. So I think that's just people go there and I, do it. Yeah, my, my, wife, my wife's a coffee mug guru too, of wherever we travel. So you're not, you're not alone. No, no, I yeah. love it. I love it. Even though I could probably so CJ, it quickly for her. <laughs> So with, with drinkware, I mean, why, I mean, obviously it's not like a small supplier, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for you to say that drinkware is the number two product category for you guys, I mean, that's pretty big. Um, do you find that most people are reactive with drinkware sales or more proactive? And is there a reason to be more proactive with them? All right. So now that the digital and laser engraving aspect has gotten more prevalent, it's a lot easier for us to do spec samples. You don't have to set up a screen, mix ink, et cetera. Um, so I think we've gotten a lot more proactive and our, our sales folks have gotten more proactive with, with the distributor base and saying, Hey, this is a really cool deal we did for XYZ customer. You know, we don't tell them who, who the distributor was, who it was for, but in this industry, I think you do really well with that. I, I know you deal in the banking industry. I'll just use that. Mm -hmm. Can we do a spec sample for you and whatnot? Oh, sure. That's cool. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, it, it's enabled us to be a little bit more proactive, uh, that's all I got on that one. Yeah, to add to that, Jeff, you know, like, you know, there are some product categories that we kind of discussed already that are kind of add-ons or can be kind of uh, secondary in nature, but they're still good value. But drinkware is one that we tend to lead with. Um, so it's that, you know, between that and as far as our nicer pieces, if they say, hey, give me some good, better, best options, typically we'll have our drinkwares up, up in the, the top categories because, hey, there's a lot of options great canvas, great decoration, easy to package or use as the packaging vessel. So it's, right. it's just a good, it's just a good all around uh, piece that will be used and last, last a long time. So I think it's, that's a really good call there on the, on the packaging aspect too. We, you know, we put a lot of candy and things and during holiday season and, and Valentine's day, things of that nature. Also with kidding drinkware's nine out of 10 times included as some aspect when you're doing a kitted order mm. uh, for, for us. Uh, and they also, you know, believe it or not, mail pretty well. Um, the, the, the mail innovation FedEx, I forget their 
version of it or, or U.S. Postal Service has, has pretty competitive rates if you stay under two pounds. <clears throat> so that's an easily mailable product and, and whatnot when we're doing print on demand or, or uh, uh, one off ships or online stores or, or, you know, back in COVID when we were shipping to everyone's residency. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a really good point. Um, I know we have to wrap this up soon, so I just wanted to touch base real quick. You have you um, you guys hit promo was one of the early adapters for the promo cares water for good campaign. Um, when Scott told us what you guys were going to do, I literally cried. I, I think it's a absolutely incredible that you guys are taking percentage of your drinkware sales um, from Q2. And, and all your drinkware sales, not just like one or two items, all of your yeah. drinkware sales and, um, and and donating that to the Water for Good campaign, which will allow us to go build water towers. And you guys are, are going to be one of probably the biggest ones, if, if not the biggest. So I want to yeah. thank you for that. It's an incredible sure. um, it's an incredible partnership, number one. But was there anything that made you guys want to get involved? Was there something that just like rang true to you guys that really? Today, I've. I visited a lot of third world countries and I, I've seen lack of water and, and and I just think it's no matter what side of the, the political fence you're on and, and, and whatnot, people need water to survive. Mm -hmm. And for, for me to be able to walk in my conference room right there and just fill up my water is very easy, right? Or get a water bottle, like a, a Zephyr Hills or whatever. Yeah. Maybe. A, lot of, a lot of kids can't. I remember at an early age when you know, we were on the road 48 weeks of the month like we were, we, you know, you, you, you're at airports and you see things and there was... It wasn't uh, it wasn't the water for Planet Water Foundation, but it was something very similar to that. And I I wasn't making a ton of money back then, but I, I donated a percentage of of it was like tithing essentially. Um, and I, that was a that was a, a cause I always believed in. Um, and then we partnered with Scott when we had our uh, the brand that they had exactly, and that was part of the yep. whole mission. So I got I got really briefed into that whole equation and, and oh and amazing okay very very supportive of it and and donated a decent amount of my own money to it um and i just think it's 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 a great cause and and there's no harm to it right you're only you're only you're truly helping people here um so yeah two, we're, we're donating two percent of sales um to be very honest like stuff on closeout and things that we had to air in and things of that nature that we're already kind of under the water on we're not including in that yeah, um, but it, I would say it's seventy percent of our of our product, uh, and I think after the first three weeks, we we're at twenty six thousand dollars or something of that nature. So that's incredible. Um, See, it's, 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 it's great. Yes, yeah, no, it's it, it's good, and, and and I urge not. You know, I saw some other people jump on, and great, and please continue to do so. But don't just make it a. Uh, a, 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 a we're trying not to make it just a two or three month thing here. We're trying to make this part of our process, right? So Aww. it's a. Uh, Cool. It's, yeah, and, and 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 something again, very easy to support. And Scott yeah, is leading some you. great charge. He did a lot of homework on this, and it's not some bunk charity that it's going to somewhere, and you're not you're never going to see it again. There's there's real real results here. Oh yeah, and at the end of the day, we we're taking a bunch of volunteers down to Mexico to build these water towers, and it's we're doing it in the communities that we're already drawing resources from. So we're able to give back. It's not just talking about it. It's not just creating awareness. We're actually providing an action. At the end of the day, we're going to these communities. We're building the water towers. They're going to go into the schools so that the school children all have access to it during the day, and the, and the actual community has access to it after. Um, yeah, and you're also educating the, the oh, yes. community on, on how to use it properly, yep. right? It's not just a one-time build and then you're out of there. Um, our VP of supply chain, Nathan Cotter, who's a, who's an awesome dude, uh, and and is is just just a super guy and very philanthropic as well. But he went with uh, Scott and Scott over to Vietnam, 
and we're, we're able to build a tower with him. And it was just, it was so cool to see the pictures and whatnot, just the, the kids' faces. It's, it's great. So. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you it's again good. for being a part yeah. of it. We really appreciate you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks, Steven. And we'll Any, anything else? To, uh, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, any, no, anything else to follow up with, the, with CJ on? No, no, it's great. Thanks for all that you're doing to help support, you know, the industry and the organizations and promo cares and all that. And look forward to seeing uh, the next few years with you guys. It's going to be great. So sure. No doubt. Well, th thanks again for having me. You guys have an awesome podcast here. It's great. So oh, thank you, it. CJ. Thanks, we, we appreciate, appreciate you. I do have one other question, though, just real quickly. And, I, you know, but as far as brand. So when you've got like the Stanley we mentioned already, like how do you combat the brand? Like what's you know, why, why buy hits version of the Stanley as opposed to the Stanley? It's price driven, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's an, an easy answer there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you have also beating products. Yeah. Maybe availability. Um, maybe we're in this, like, depending on where the, the, the end user, where you're shipping to, I said that the individual shipments don't cost that much, but when you're doing these bulk shipments, cause of dimensional weight mm -hmm. drink, wears something to really consider you know we yeah. look at our sales our sales in california aren't as great as our sales in florida georgia the east coast etc right so that's that's a factor but from a brand perspective someone's going to either really want a brand and, and stick with that or uh they really don't that that doesn't matter they just want a drinking vessel that's going to have their name represented on it sure i don't know if my answer is accurate or not but that's that's my opinion yeah that's that's completely yeah. fair uh and that's kind of what i expected but uh yeah just figured i'd ask anyways if there was maybe a secret nugget in there um all right well look <laughs> today's broadcast was brought to you by promo corner they provide digital marketing solutions for suppliers and distributors and their services include email broadcasting banner ads sponsorship opportunities content content and more content blogs vlogs and podcasts video services and promo show a platform for private virtual events contact sales at promocorner.com to learn more about the services tell them the industry insider sent you there and uh, cj as always man really awesome having you thank you for uh, for giving us some of your time today and uh, look forward to the next one yep cheers thanks guys see you until thank next you. time yeah thank you for listening to this week's episode of promo corners industry insider for more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.